the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. It's spring, and Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island is your lawn care company. Call them today for a free quote, 401-392-1025. Check out their website, lawndoctor.com. Your best lawn ever, guaranteed. Call them now. Get that spring program. You have the fertilizer, then you guaranteed broadleaf crabgrass control. Your best lawn ever guaranteed call lawn doctor today check out their website lawndoctor.com or call them 401-392-1025 to petro on am 1380 99.9 fm folks you can always listen online at the website to petro.com today is tuesday it is may 18th and yesterday today uh, yesterday um excuse me i think it was a significant day simply because in the morning, you had the congressional delegation get up, and they had a press conference, and you had Congressman Cicilline, Congressman Langevin. I, I just don't think they offered any plan, solutions. Instead, they just talk about they're going to try to get federal, national gun legislation. That's not what the problem is. And then in the afternoon, uh, I did attend the press briefing at the Providence Public Safety Complex. Providence police did their job. I mean, they've uh, arrested these gang members that were involved but I want to play for you. These were the comments yesterday, the mayor of Providence, when asked, you know, mayor, what is your plan to try to hold these gang members accountable for the shootings and the gang war that has broken out in the city? Okay. But what's the message to the community? But what about the business owners? You have a lot of gang members. Or you call them groups of people. Why not gang members? All right, so that was Mayor Alorzi yesterday. Now, I want to draw your attention. And this is something that a lot of people don't realize. But if you log on at my website, depetro.com d-e-p-t-r-o.com look at the story can alorza stop the gang war and something that a lot of people are not talking about and that is folks there is a correlation between a lot of the problems in the city how the you know all this talk about we're going to do this and we need to do this for the kids and there's no opportunity and the reason there's violence as um you heard that senator tiara mack was saying is because of the water quality there's uh, gang shootings because of a uh, housing crisis, they say. There's uh, gang shootings because uh, of America's um, systematic racism. But if you really want to see, in 2017 in Providence, they passed, no one talks about this, but they passed the Community Safety Act. So some of the things that they're restricting police, such as the gang list, and I asked the mayor about this yesterday, individuals have the right to inquire where they're on the gang list and inform written notice within 10 days. The notice will explain the right to appeal and process the appeal individual's inclusion on the gang list before adding any individual under the age of 18 to the gang list. The police department will provide written notice to the individual and their parent guardian, almost asking permission of a 16 to 17 year old kid. Can we put you on the gang list? If the individual is not convicted of any crime within two years, doesn't mean they didn't do anything. It just means they haven't been able to catch them. Their name must be removed every year. Providence police must produce a report with the total number of people on the gang list and a breakdown by age, race, ethnicity, gender, and the number of people appealed being on the gang list. Folks, notice all the onus is on police. There's no onus on the individuals in the community now something else that is on this they call it the community safety act what it really has done is put the community more at danger how about traffic stops police have to tell the driver why they stopped before they ask for any documents they can only ask for driver's license car registration proof of insurance police can't ask passengers for id think of that many times there's criminals in the car 
and maybe they're not driving, but they're in the passenger of the car. You pull someone over. Everyone's acting a little sketchy. Some people in the back seat. Because of this, you can't ask, hey, how old are you? What's your name? Let me see an ID here. If only the criminal charges drive without a license, police cannot arrest the individual. So you're driving without a license, police can't arrest them. Traffic violations are not enough to arrest someone. And then you have privacy, youth, and immigrants. Police can only ask once a youth under the age of 18 for ID and must accept any statement that the youth that they do not have form of ID. So you're 16, 17. Let me see your ID. I'm under 18. Only ask once. Police may not inquire about an individual's immigration status and any identification issued by a government outside the U.S. What does that tell you? Folks, what, in other words, this is not getting enough attention that this Community Safety Act has basically crippled the police. And a big part of this is this gang list where they can appeal the process. I don't want to be on that list. If I'm under the, you have kids 16, 17 years old in gangs. Look at that kid in Chicago. He was 13 years old. He was in a gang. So 17-year-old kid with a gun can't have that on the gang list without his permission and the parent's permission. What parent is going to give the police the permission on that? These are the things that are crippling the ability. If police were given the ability to truly go after criminals, they could solve a lot of this. But they're not interested in that. It is this mayor. It is the city council. They want to turn Providence into Portland. They want to make Providence. It's it's they want to make it this progressive. Well, guess what? They're getting an idea what a progressive oasis looks like. They're getting a, a look at it right now. And you can see a progressive oasis is great for criminals. Because the police have their hands tied. The police are handcuffed. The police can't do all the type of police work that they want to do criminals are given more power you have to get criminals uh, permission to put them on a gang list when police are stopping people they are very limited of what they can do what they can't do folks what they've done is they really have made the police hesitant to do some basic policing you know there's many different times you had that situation with amy uh amy shooting jason Birdsonson. We are, it was that, uh, the two college kids, they were carjacked. And then that gang of, uh, street thugs brought them out to buttonhole golf course and basically executed them. They were stopped. They, um, they should have been stopped. There was a police officer. It was a bad police officer. It was a police officer that saw one of the gang members driving an SUV, which they had just stolen and carjacked different. That's funny. When I saw him earlier, he didn't have that vehicle. Now, that police officer should have gone. But, see, a lot of things can happen in a traffic stop. And in that moment, you know, police have a chance to radio for backup. Police have a chance to, who's that in the back? You're allowing these people to get away. You have wanted criminals. The fact you can't ask, I want to see an ID from everybody in this car right now. How about the fact they can't ask, what's your immigration? Are you a legal citizen here? They don't speak English. They won't give an address. And yet police in Providence are handcuffed from doing anything about it. But this gang list, this has really added to it. As a result of these provisions in the, quote, Community Safety Act, what they've done is membership in gangs has exploded. And that's a result of this progressive Providence City Council. See, they just deal in theory. They don't deal in reality. If you can't keep track of people, think of that. Why would you not want police to build up a database and know who it is that they're dealing with in the community? Who would do that? How is that keeping people safe? How is that helping anybody? So if you're placed on the gang list, now listen, you're with that crew, you're hanging with them, you're seen with them, you're in videos with them, you're wearing or making the sign or they have tattoos that identify certain gangs or you're at a gang house, certainly seems like you're part of a gang. They talk with different people in the street and say, oh, yeah, no, he's he's an active gang member of such such a gang. You have to now get written permission to put some of these people in a gang. And when these things happen and then they're saying, all right, there was a shooting. We know it was this gang. Where's our database? 
and let's now start tracking down some of the other gang members and finding out where were you Thursday night at 7 o'clock, 6.30, between, you know, 5 o'clock to 8 o'clock. Where were you? Do you have an alibi for that? Do you have anyone that can verify where you were during that period of time? But if you don't have a list, if they don't allow the police to have a gang list where you're just doing some basic reconnaissance and keeping data, and then when something happens, you know, they they had problems IDing some of the people in the hospital because they don't cooperate with uh, with police. They don't cooperate even with the doctors and nurses. So they have to bring in people that do follow it and say, wait a minute, I know who that is. He's with uh, the Lakeside Gang or he's with the Bucket West or he's with, you know, whoever it may be. When they pass this, there's no and notice no one talks about it. Yesterday at that press briefing, Congressman Cicilline, uh, Congressman Langevin, Sheldon Whitehouse. Yesterday, Mayor Lorza, I asked about it, but they don't ask about it. They don't want to talk about it. They don't want to talk that they've actually created a, an atmosphere where it's actually it's not safer for people. They've actually made it more dangerous for people. Think about that. Where is the accountability? Where does someone say, hey, wait a minute. You know, we need to allow the police to do what they have to do. Where does that come in? Why do you have a situation in Providence where you can't inquire about someone's immigration status? And that's why many times some, some of you ask me, some of these people are arrested. Are they illegals? Or I don't think I know, as a matter of fact, that people don't understand that in the city of Providence, police are not allowed to inquire about an immigration status. Let me ask you something. How does that benefit the American citizen? Why would you have something like that? Why would you have that? That's not everywhere. Certainly not like that in border states, Texas, Arizona. They don't have that. Why in Providence do they have, a, a, you know, that's the, the new, that's on the books. That's the way they have to follow it. You cannot, police cannot ask about your immigration status. And even the, the element of someone in the age of 18, you know, anyone that, there's a lot of punks, 16, 17 years old, especially 17. Police are not allowed. You can only ask once. How old? And then the kids say, they lie. Oh, I'm 17. Do you have an ID? No, I'm 17. You can't ask me. They know. They could be 18, 19. Let me see a form of ID. Oh, I'm under 18. Nope, don't have one. They know that. They're little punks. Nope. Blank the police. Defund the police. Abolish the police. Those groups are doing so much damage to the inner city, and it's causing crime everywhere. You know, Providence should be a very easy city to manage in some ways, but you have to allow the police to go out there and do their thing and, and policing and aggressive policing. But instead, you have a mayor, Mayor Lorza, when you ask him a question... This is the answer that you get. Attention, gang members. Everybody cool it. You're making me look bad. I'm trying to be governor. You're making it harder. Chill out with the shootings. Let me get through the primary. I told you I'd get you reparations. You know, he is, um, to me, you need a certain type of leader that can bring stability to uh, to the city. And I, I just don't think it's him. Hey, folks, I want to remind you, and again, it's John DePietro. If you are, let's just say, I want to want you to listen. If you've ever, If you've been in an auto accident or a motorcycle accident, slip and fall, workplace injury, domestic abuse. You need a fighter. You're entitled to be compensated for your injuries. Fight back. Call Jack. Jack Calvino, 401-785-9400. Jack Calvino, fight back. Call Jack. You need a fighter that's going to get you what you're entitled to. Maybe you were in an accident, slip and fall, motorcycle accident. Well, Jack Calvino, 401-785-9400, or online at fightbackcalljack.com. Free consultation, 401-785-9400. Auto accident, motorcycle accident, slip and fall, workplace injury. 
He has over 50 years personal experience, personal injury law, 100 combined total with the staff. You need a fighter. It would be nice if they just handed over to you and said, this is owed to you. You're entitled. They don't operate that way. You need a fighter. You need Jack Calvino. Remember what we say. Fight back. Call Jack. Free consultation. 401-785-9400. Again, if you were in an auto accident or a motorcycle accident, slip and fall, workplace injury, and then you're offered pittance, pennies on the dollar, fight back. Call Jack. Go with the fighter. Free consultation. 401-785-9400. 401-785-9400. Or online. Fight back. Call Jack.com. He's the best. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, it's a challenge to run your business these days. Maybe you need to find the right type of workers. Why not let MEGA professionals find them for you? Call MEGA professionals today, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-7801. MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals, 508-336-7801. Maybe if you need workers, maybe you have workers that won't come back to work. You need drivers, certified help, part-time, full-time, maybe weekend work. You need the professionals at MEGA Professionals. Let them find the workers for you. They screen them all out. They send them right over to you. Serving Rhode Island, Massachusetts, call them today, 508-336-7801. Maybe you need mechanics or skilled labor or warehouse workers, office workers, professionals, even those in the healthcare profession. MEGA Professionals, call them today, 508-336-7801. Again, 508-336-7801. You focus on your business. Let MEGA professionals help you find the workers. MEGA professionals, 508-336-7801. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Spring is here. Time to contact Bethel Certified Softwash. You can text Jared a free estimate at 401-617-2585. Bethel Certified Softwash. They have a great website. It's RhodeIslandSoftwashing.com. Outside your home, let's get rid of the grime and the stains, maybe some of that, that green algae and moss and mildew that build up over the course of the winter. Call Bethel Certified Softwash today. Again, outside your restaurant or your home or a roof or a deck or a patio or a walkway, it's Bethel Certified Softwash. Remember, it's biodegradable. It's plant safe. Look for them on Facebook, Bethel, B-E-T-H-E-L. Their Facebook page, the before and after, are just tremendous. Contact them today for a free same-day text estimate, 401 617 2585 401-617-2585. Again, remember, they have a great website. It's RhodeIslandSoftWashing.com. Bethel Certified Softwash and Power Wash. John DePietro Show, standby. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays, 11 to 2, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Joining us on the line right now, Grover Norquist. Uh, Grover, it's John DePietro. We've spoken in the past. You're so knowledgeable. It is a uh, pleasure to have you back on the program. I'd like to um, start off and just get your reaction to something that was almost like a flashback to the 70s with gas lines in uh, North Carolina. How do you think the Biden administration handled this whole situation with the pipeline? Well, it is interesting. With Biden, he's replicating all the mistakes that Jimmy Carter made. He's doubling the capital gains tax, taking it to almost about as high as it was under Jimmy Carter. When the Democrats forced Carter to bring it back down again after that, uh, he is uh, raising the corporate income tax, uh, 
higher than communist China, higher than the rest of the world, not recognizing that we need to be competitive uh, in the world. Uh, our friend uh, Biden is getting rid of the step up in basis, which is which creates a second death tax. First, your family has a business or a farm or uh, a ranch and you, that mom and dad die. They come in and say all the capital gains, including the inflation, by the way, that built up during your parents' life, you have to pay that tax now before you get the ranch and then you pay the death tax on top of that that's what biden wants to do we did pass that law uh in 1976 and then they repealed it in 1980 the democrats repealed it themselves so because it was so difficult to first of all you don't know where ranch is worth because <laughs> they're not sold every day um it's too difficult to enforce devastating to small businesses family businesses uh and uh so these are the kinds of things, and now he's got a war on energy. Remember, Jimmy Carter wanted us to use less energy. That's right. You've got the president out there, you know, breaking up uh, perfectly good uh, pipelines and deciding they're going to be dismantled and not exist. And then, I mean, he's done more damage to our energy supplies with his, we're not doing any more looking for oil on, on federal land. We're not building uh, pipelines that we promised the Canadians that we would build. build uh, all of these, and, and then some Russian bad guys damage a pipe for a few days uh that's not as much damage as biden has already done uh and so you're seeing people in line when you don't have free markets you have to ration folks we're speaking with grover norquist now grover this is um <clears throat> really remarkable that across the country you're seeing a worker shortage but in places like you know new england like a lot of states we we have high unemployment but a worker shortage and it seems pretty simple. If you pay people to stay at home and not work, they'll stay at home and not work. Absolutely. When I worked at a factory at Polaroid up in the Boston area, when unemployment was going to run out, everybody said they were coming back. And then with the federal government saying, well, we're going to do it for another you know, three months or something, they all called and said, we'll see you in three months. Right. <clears throat> Folks, again, Grover Norquist right here on the John DePietro Show. On the line with us again is Grover Norquist. Grover, go right ahead. You were discussing when um, your experience working in the Boston area. Sure. I was uh, working for Polaroid on the assembly line. Uh, and uh, unemployment insurance, which had been extended, uh, was going to run out in two weeks. And, uh, you know, because it had been X number of months and then it was going to run out. And so people called and said, I'll be back at work in two weeks. And then the federal government said, no, we're going to extend it another couple of months. Uh, and they called back and said, we'll see you in a couple of months. They were timing their decision to going back to work to where the unemployment uh, benefits were reduced or, or disappeared. And we're now seeing at least 11 states, states with Republican governors and Republican legislatures, saying that the extra $300 that the federal government uh, put on top of the normal unemployment insurance, which is maybe half of uh, somebody's uh, normal pay, uh, will not no longer be made available. Uh, they may give people bonuses to go back to work, but they're not going to get a check for not $300 a week for not going to work. That's $1,200 addition every month. Uh, and we are seeing small businesses everywhere. I, I do political organizing in all 50 states, and at every single meeting, somebody's there uh, from a small business, a hotel, a restaurant saying, you know what, we've got signs up looking for work and we're not able to fit the work. The, the hotels only have part of the hotel open because they don't have enough people to work it. Hmm. You know, this is, um, it seems like basic economics, but you also wonder um, just how sound is the Biden financial plan for the country? Unfortunately, it's very unsound. He has a series of things that have been done before and failed, and he wants to do them again. We know that when you increase the capital gains tax, you actually get less money because people don't do as much investing. Uh, it's not, it doesn't raise money. It also slows the economy. Uh, we know that when you pay people not to work, they'll take you up on it and not work. In those states with high welfare benefits, fewer people are working, fewer, and in those states with lower welfare benefits and where the they, they're reducing the unemployment insurance back to normal levels, the height levels. Uh, we're seeing people go back to work. We're doing an experiment between 50 states to see what works and what doesn't. We know that people move from those states with high income taxes to those states with low income taxes. Texas, people move to. Florida, people move to. People are leaving California. All that great weather and people are leaving that state because the taxes, the regulations and just the overall silliness in government the nanny state government where they you know, tell you what to do all day is just driving people nuts 
and people are walking across, driving across state lines to move from too much government to reasonable amounts of government and mm. more freedom. Folks, so speak with uh, Grover Norquist on the John DePietro Show. Grover, also, I mean, look at how, obviously, major problem in the Middle East. You still have a crisis at the border. Uh, it seems they're going to start to rebuild the wall. And then the contradictory uh, announcements yesterday about the mask wearing, I, I, I just get the feeling they announced that just to try to, you know, change the, the, the situation, the issue and the focus. And, and even then, President Biden was contradicting himself, saying, oh, no, if you only got one of the vaccine, you still need to wear a mask. You really wonder what they're thinking. Um, they were telling us to wear masks outside uh, when they've known all the way through that, that this this does not transmit uh, the, the way a normal flu does, that the three feet, six foot rule doesn't apply to this because what comes out is a mist, not droplets, right? You worry about people sneezing and if they're six feet away from you, they can't sneeze on you. They can't cough on you. Uh, but COVID goes, is in this mist that goes out. And if you're in a room for a long time, that doesn't circulate the air. You can be 50 feet away or two feet away and you're going to get it. It's a question of how long you are there and whether the air circulates outside where the air circulates on planes which circulate the air something like 40 times uh, an hour and it goes up and down so the person sitting next to you the air goes past and his air never comes to you because it goes straight down or straight up uh, and out to be recycled they were making it up as they went along because they didn't know at first they thought it was just like other flus and other viruses so they so instead of saying this is as much as we know right now do this it seems to it, it, it might work and then come back and level this and say you know what that's not what it is it's over here they're still there with a three foot six foot wall which makes no sense uh, and they're still acting as if indoors and outdoors doesn't make a difference or how much the air recirculates how rapidly it recirculates how, how rapidly you bring the air out of a room uh, and run it through a filter so as we've learned more the, the people who yelled at everyone else, science, science, do what we say, we're smart, we're the scientists, they weren't telling the truth about what they knew and when they knew it. You're right. And I think they're kind of catching And also, you know, kids get this very, very rarely. Uh, everybody should have been at school. And older people and people who already have something else, another health problem, uh, before they get COVID, that's where the danger is. That's that's who should have been sequestered and and protected. You don't lock everybody up in prison to keep you put, you put the prisoners in prison, not society. That's right. You put the people in danger of getting the of getting the disease and having it be very bad for it, having it be fatal as opposed to being a flu. Um, that's who you want to protect, and that's why Cuomo and Whitmer in Michigan, uh, these Democrat governors who are shipping sick people into old folks homes and out of the hospitals because old folks homes don't make big contributions to your campaign and the hospitals do um they were doing things that led to thousands of people dying they didn't have to you're right folks we're speaking with grover norquist and grover finally you know as much as they keep saying you know we're not uh, united if anything do you notice that the country is truly becoming like certain states are emerging that if you if you i mean it's always been that way but it just seems more pronounced now that if, if you want low government everything open you know florida texas tennessee those are the places for you you want heavy government interference uh but you know real progressive policies new york california states like that those are the states for you i think you know that's really just the policies different state to state that to me is what's really uh, dividing us has nothing to do with anything about President Trump. Well, I think it's very healthy that there are states that you can move to and right. have more freedom. Yes. Uh, the, the Democrats tend to like to pass one size fits all laws from Washington, D.C. Remember when uh, Dukakis was running against Bush in 88. Um, yep. 88 and the Democratic legislature there passed something that looked like Obamacare. Uh, so that he could say, I've passed this in my state. Well, I hadn't implemented it, but they passed it. When he lost, they ran back and they, uh, they they unpassed it. They repealed the law because it was a stupid, destructive law that if Massachusetts did it all by itself, would really be damaging to Massachusetts. Uh, just as uh, uh, Vermont passed uh, single-payer health care and then repealed it because it's crazy. But So they're trying to put at the national level something they know 
is so damaging that if you do it at the state level, everyone will notice, oh, you know what Massachusetts did? And you see what happened? But if you do something destructive nationally, well, maybe it was just a trend. Maybe it was going to happen anyway. Maybe <laughs> who knows what it was that slowed the economy down and, and cost us jobs. Uh, but if you do it on one state, it's more obvious what's going on. So I like the idea of having states do things. Now, I wouldn't pass a federal law until I've seen 10 states doing it for some time hmm. and found out what, what works and what doesn't. Folks, he is the great Grover Norquist. Uh, Grover, is there a website people can uh, read more of your work or get in touch with you or follow uh, some of your great work? Absolutely. Um, ATR.org, ATR.org. Um, and I'd uh, love to have people come and uh, visit. We'll do an analysis of all of the taxes that uh, Biden's threatening to put on the country. Folks, the uh, great uh, Grover Norquist. MEGA truck and trailer repair. Call them today. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment. Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-2110. 508-336-2110 for MEGA, M-E-G-A, MEGA truck and trailer repair. As I said, commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates. FHWA inspections and Rhode Island State Inspection Station trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. It's MEGA truck and trailer repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110, 24-hour mobile service, and also ABS repairs, brakes, doors. Listen, if it's on a trailer, MEGA truck and trailer repair, they can repair it. Call them today, 508-336-2110, 508-336-2110. It's MEGA truck and trailer repair. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional. And she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401 401- 321-2799 that's 401-321-2799 or find karen on the web at www.innovast.com while the pandemic rages on you need to stay healthy you need to take care of your health you need to stop it and see marie and it's my health 1099 mendon road in cumberland right across from davenport restaurant call marie i call her the queen of health 401 401- 305-3585. You've seen the her store. It's right in that old white church. It's my health. Because, folks, it's about your health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Shop local. Stop it and see Marie. What do we have? Well, vitamins, herbal remedies, trusted companies. We understand quality, integrity. Local products like the incredible Akai Berry. She also has honey, maple syrup. Marie at It's My Health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant, has over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce, plus box herbs and teas. The service is the best, plus hemp and CBD products, plus massage therapy, reflexology, Pilates. Folks, stop it and see her. It's my health because it's about your health and staying healthy and children's vitamins. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 401-305-3585. Stop in and see Marie. And it's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant. Because remember, it's your health. Stop in and see Marie at It's My Health. You're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go until 2 a.m. 1380, 99.9 FM. Joining us on the line right now is our friend from the National Right to Work Committee. It is President Mark Mix. Mark, it's John DePietro. Great to uh, talk to you again. And I, I want to talk about this research about people don't realize how much public, uh, the, the high government cost, high government union states that have high government union density, just the the number that it does and the high burden on taxpayers 
Yeah, John, it's uh, not a surprise that the states with the highest density of uh, union monopoly control over their workers are the states that have the heaviest tax burden. And, you know, it's not really that difficult of uh, to, to do the research. You just take the government union density and you, pour, you put it over state and local tax collections and you come up with this really interesting list that comes out with uh, no coincidence to us here at Right to Work in, in following the growth and the power of government unions, uh, particularly uh, right now, John, the teachers union that basically is controlling when our schools will reopen across the country. If uh, you can believe the CDC and the White House, they, they, uh, they're relying on Randy Weingarten, the president of the AFT, to do this. But basically what we found in this study, and this is the research arm of the National Right to Work Operation, the National Institute for Labor Relations Research, said that the 17 top union density states have a 31% higher tax burden than the 17 lowest density union states in the country. And the 16 states in the middle, uh, that, that, that burden is about 20, 22% greater from the high-density unionization states to the, to the medium-density unionization states. So not a surprise to you, John, not a surprise to me, but I think taxpayers might be surprised that the, 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 the power that government unions have to raise the cost of government and to raise the tax burden on citizens. Folks, we're speaking with uh, Mark Mix, who is the National Right to Work Committee president. Mark, I wanna, let's, let's talk about Randy Weingarten because Ron Klain, who is the Biden chief of staff, he said in an interview when when he was asked, this was weeks and months ago, what is this all about? He said it's about money, that essentially they want more money. It's it's almost as if when you're going to rent a car, they say, listen, if you want to rent a car, we'll give you a car, you know, but it'll be a small economy little car. It's 20 bucks a day or whatever it is, and it'll get you around. Now, if you want a luxury car, a nicer car, well, now we get into the $45, $50 a day. This suddenly has turned into hey, we'll have a teacher teach the kids, but if you want her, he or she in the classroom, well, now you're going to have to pay a lot more to make that happen. Yeah, that's right, John. It's unfortunate, but I think what it's been, if nothing else, I mean, obviously it's something you want to shake your head at, but what it has been is a display of what we've been talking about and lots of people have been talking about over the years, and that is how union officials have put themselves between taxpayers and elected officials and have a perch that's higher than you know the redress of grievances that, we are, that we're supposed to get with our elected officials. Um, and it's really amazing how that manifests itself. I mean, you have you know union officials in California saying, you know, it's pretty cool. We get to elect our own bosses. You got you got people in New York City saying, "Yeah, you know, we control uh, the city of New York because we're the unions, and they can't do anything without us." I mean, these are these are you know anecdotes, obviously, but when you actually look at the facts and what it means to taxpayers, I mean, you got to go back to Franklin Roosevelt in, in the 1930s when he was asked by a union official, you know, why don't we do this for government when they were unionizing all private sector workers in the country, or at least passing laws that would quote promote 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 unionism i'm quoting our current president uh when i use those three promotes um but when he was asked about it, he said it's unthinkable we would do that i mean it's not the same you can't you can't give a private organization power above ordinary citizens the aflcio president george meany said the same thing the executive council of the aflcio said the same thing back in the late 1950s but now you know there are more government union members today in america john than there are private sector union members Folks, again, we're speaking with, think of that, we're speaking with National Right to Work Committee President Mark Mix. And Mark, this also just goes back to that people don't understand is when you're dealing with a monopoly, and that's what they are, these are monopolies, it's impossible to negotiate when you're dealing with people in that position. Yeah, that's right. And I mean, you know, you get to you know, one example of that from this whole COVID experience has been the, the United Teachers of Los Angeles. I mean, they literally were holding out and negotiating over defunding the police and Medicaid for all. Those were their demands at the table in order to go back to work. I mean, it had nothing to do with educating children. It had everything to do with their monopoly power. To your point, John, they have that. And in Rhode Island, it's they've got it in spades. I mean, they've got it in spades in New York and California and Illinois. These states that were fiscal basket cases prior to the COVID relief bill that basically bailed out decades of mismanagement using other people's money um, to paper over what are you know huge, huge problems, structural problems in the cost and the increasing cost of government. I mean, and it's this union monopoly you speak of. It's, that's exactly the right word. It's a monopoly. And when you get monopolies, boy, oh boy, the power and the control uh, comes shortly thereafter. What is the end game here? Like, what does she want, Randy Weingarten, who the Biden administration obviously is kowtowing to? I don't remember. I mean, she is just like taken over the administration. You know, the president won't even 
confirm that kids should be back in the classroom in the fall. But what what's their agenda, Mark? What does she want? Their agenda is power. And yeah. their agenda is control over the educational structure. And we have a government education system that is teaching things that I think people are beginning to realize are not productive. They're they have little to do with getting children prepared for careers and meaningful careers. They have little to do with critical thinking. They have little to, little to do with those types of things that I think people expect from, from an education system or I've come to expect and I think have been sorely disappointed. I mean, we don't have to look very far to see the metrics of, of how the government school system is, is hindering many, many children. And the competition, you know, they can't, they can't allow for competition. They've got to stop the charter schools. They've got to stop uh, private schools. They've got to stop any alternatives to this government monopoly educational system and that's what it's about and you know randy weingarten is a radical socialist she is just her views on on the world are completely different than a lot of school teachers john that you and i remember i mean they have successfully hid behind you know the teachers that you and i remember that had an influence and an impact on our lives and an impact on who we are today um and there are still teachers fortunately out there in the system that do that there are great teachers in america but unfortunately because of the union monopoly we don't reward the best teachers we simply say well you get more money if you stay longer and we don't uh, we don't encourage and incentivize young teachers to get into science and math and teach those type of stem educational opportunities that actually give children careers you know we just say okay get in line get in the system and you will be paid as much as the fit ed, phys ed teacher when you get your 30 years of, of seniority mark it, we we know some of the union states that uh it's such a monopoly and how it does affect taxes what are some of the states that are the exact opposite, where they just don't have this type of foothold and domination? Well, um, states like Arizona, Arkansas, and South Carolina, they don't have a bargaining statute that says you must bargain with unions over terms and conditions of employment for government employees. North Carolina has a strict prohibition against negotiating with unions. You can join a union, John. You can you know, join an association. You can join a union. You can go to lobby day at the state capitol. You can talk to politicians, you can go out and work for them on the campaign trail, but there is no obligation for elected officials to sit at the at the table and negotiate over taxpayer money with union officials. Virginia had that. We had it since 1993. A Democrat governor, Doug Wilder, signed a bill that said Virginia's not going to negotiate. We'll, we'll listen, we'll sit down, we'll talk, we'll hear what you want, we'll hear what you're thinking, we'll hear what your demands are, but we have no obligation to negotiate with you to a final contract on behalf of government workers in Virginia. Unfortunately, with the changeover in the Bloomberg and Soros money that poured into the, the state of Virginia a couple of years back and changed the House and the Senate, I mean, we now have, quote, local option bargaining. Uh, the city of Alexandria, right down the road from where our office is, has announced that they're going to have to add millions of dollars to their budget just to prepare for bargaining that the taxpayers of, of Alexandria are going to have to foot the bill for. So the, the, the model is you cannot give a private organization a position between taxpayers and citizens when it comes to government services. It's not the same as the private sector. I mean, you can allow people to voluntarily organize to amplify their voice, just like you and I can when we get together and we go to the state capital and say, you know, vote for this or vote against that. Unions should have no better position, or union officials, excuse me, union officials should have no better position than we have to redress our government. I have to send you, I'll send Jacob an article. you got to see this story uh, locally here in Rhode Island where there's a city of Warwick. It's the second or third largest city, depending on, on how you look at it. But anyhow, uh, they have a provision where in the state, and they changed it to, in uh, 2018. Any th if a firefighter works over 42 hours, now the national average I think is 56, but Rhode Island they made it 42 hours, you, you get overtime. What they did was they used, they started doing where if they call in sick or take a vacation day, that counts as time worked. So each week they use sick days, vacation days, and then they'll work three days and that's all overtime. Mark, they have a firefighter, salary seventy two thousand. He made two hundred and thirty thousand in overtime. He made over three hundred thousand dollars. So they found there's a provision that they slipped into the state law. There's a new speaker of the house. He said he's open to removing that clause from this state law. Now it's worth millions. Tuesday night at nine thirty, he's brand new speaker of the house of Rhode Island mysteriously his law office burned to the ground <laughs> oh my gosh john 
you know, I hate stories like that. <laughs> I mean, you, yeah, people can draw their own conclusions from. You should see it. Would. I I have film of. I was like the first one. I, it, it looks like a bomb went off in the back of the building, and and the state fire marshal arrived on the scene and before the investigation said, "I don't think we're ever going to be able to determine the cause of the fire." Upon arrival. <laughs> oh my lord. Well, you know, that's to your point, John. That's what happens when you grant monopolies. Yes. They create barriers to entry, and when there are potential threats to their monopoly power, um, things get weird. And, you know, the union movement has a history of that, too. I mean, not necessarily rank-and-file workers, but union leadership. They've got a great deal. I mean, look at the UAW, the United Auto Workers Union up in Detroit. Eleven of their top executives are either in jail or on their way to jail for, you know, extortion and embezzlement and all kinds of things, stealing from rank-and-file workers. And you know, somehow that's not a news story um, to outside of Detroit, but that's the type of thing that happens when you're granted this monopoly power over the lives and livelihoods of workers, mm. and in the case of Rhode Island, citizens. Yeah. What's the uh, website where people can uh, learn more? National Right to Work Committee. Yeah, you can find us at nrtwc, nrtwc.org. Folks, again, he's the president, Mark Mix. Mark, uh, great job. Uh, it's spring and time to call J. Cannell Engineering today at 401-351-7600. J. Cannell Engineering, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, pretty soon it'll be warm. It'll be hot. Why not have central air for your home? Call J. Cannell Engineering today, 401-351-7600. Remember, with JKL, estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial, in the wintertime. JKL, they can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. It's going to be a hot summer. Call JKL Engineering today. Be nice and cool in your home this summer. Call JKL, 401-351-7600. For 54 years, JKL's reputation, second to none, especially for technical expertise and customer satisfaction. JKL. They do it right. They do it right the first time. They're an approved National Grid VPI installer. JKL is also a Navian certified factory dealer called JKL for a system replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. Call JKL Engineering today for light for Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 401 351 7600. 401 351-7600. It's JKL Engineering. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. We're in an accident. Someone hits your vehicle. It's damaged in some way. Pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Folks, as you're riding along, you just never know. You could be dealing with a drunk driver, someone not paying attention. How about the people texting and driving? If you ever damage your vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. Several reasons. One, they'll handle everything for you. Two, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. And three, they'll make your car. It'll look like it just rolled out of the showroom. West Fountain Auto Body. Call them, 401 272 3340. Did someone damage your vehicle? Whether it's a small fender bender or nearly total vehicle, West Fountain will restore your vehicle, get it back on the road. Call them today, 401-272-3340. And remember, if you're having an accident, first thing you want to do, call the police, fill out a police report. If the tow truck shows up, tell them, let's get this vehicle over to West Fountain, 401-272-3340. You're listening to the John DePietro Show, folks. Weekdays, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, remember, if you want to get a hold of me, the easiest thing to do is log on to my website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. Now, there, you can, if you want to listen to the program, listen live. You can also 
contact me that way. That's the easiest way to get me an email if you'd like to advertise on the show. We also have all our links to social media. We have uh, links to Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or also on YouTube. You can also read many of the exclusive stories that we do. We have exclusive video. You can also shop and get some of the merchandise. And at the same time, if you ever miss an episode of the John DePietro Show, if you ever miss a segment, you just log on and right at the top, it says radio show. Click onto that. It'll bring you right there and you can listen. It's all in the library fashion. It all starts by logging right on at DePietro.com. For all your tree needs, call the tree trimming experts in Lincoln. It's Yankee Tree Service. Call them today for a free quote, 401 439-6028 Yankee Tree Service 401-439-6028 Fully insured tree removal company with a licensed arborist Yankee Tree Service They provide various tree services including tree removal, pruning land clearing, stump grinding and bobcat service Check out their website yankeetreeservice.com Whether it's for tree removal or stump grinding Yankee Tree Service provides stump grinding so you can enjoy your landscape without the eyesore of old stumps. Tree pruning. You know, many times a tree just needs to be pruned instead of completely cut down. The licensed arborists with Yankee Tree Service, they'll help you decide what's the best treatment plan for your tree. Emergency service or bucket truck service. They'll get up in the bucket. Call Yankee Tree Service today for a free quote. 401 439-6028 439-6028 or online at yankeetreeservice.com. It's spring and Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island is your lawn care company. Call them today for a free quote, 401-392-1025. Check out their website, lawndoctor.com. Your best lawn ever, guaranteed. Call them now. Get that spring program. You have the fertilizer, then you guaranteed broadleaf crabgrass control. Your best lawn ever, guaranteed. Call Lawn Doctor today. Check out their website, lawndoctor.com, or call them 401-392-1025. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional. And she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401 401- 321-2799 that's 401-321-2799 or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com this portion of the John DePietro show folks is brought to you by Brothers Disposal call Brother Roland today now offering weekly trash collection services Brothers Disposal look for them on Facebook they have those purple dumpsters and the Facebook page stands out purple and yellow Brothers Disposal Again, offering weekly trash collection services. Call for an estimate, 401-688-0517. 401-688-0517. Come on, brother. Call Brother's Disposal today. Put a purple dumpster in your driveway. Maybe you're doing some spring cleaning, or maybe you want to clean out that basement, the garage, the attic. Call Brother's Disposal today. Get a purple dumpster in your driveway, 401 401- Six eight eight zero five one seven, and remember, now offering weekly trash collection services. Call for an estimate. It's Brothers Disposal four zero one six eight eight zero five one seven.